on this episode of Beer, Blues, and BS, Big D is back. He's joining us from an undisclosed location, which he will disclose later in the show. Where is he? You'll find out. Besides that, I got a bit of a controversy to talk about. Uh, we're also going to talk a bit about trucking because Kidder's been dropping a lot of hints about trucking. And so we're what what is what is all this about? We're, we're going to get to the bottom of it. And besides that, uh, you know, drink some tasty, tasty brews and uh, find out what happened to the playoffs. And uh, hey, I get to talk about straight light missions, which is always exciting. So strap in. This is going to be a good one. You're in a good place. Welcome to the show. It's Howard Blues and V Mark Kidder. Pork Paul Beverage, Paul Pussies, and your Diamond The friends. Triple B! Well, the Triple B sucks. Okay? Oh, come on. Whatever, man. This is Beer, Beer Blues, and BS. Online at BeerBluesBS.com. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Beer Blues and BS, the podcast where, if you know, you know. I'm your host, Howard Blues, here, as always, with my co-host, the man, the myth, the legend, the Mark Kidder. Kidder, how you doing tonight? You know, Howie Blues, I'm I'm enlightened, and I can't tell you why until tomorrow night. So for those of you watching this on our super secret Twitch pregame stream, uh, you'll know tomorrow. But for those of you watching this on YouTube or listening to it on our audio platforms, thanks for subscribing. Uh, You're two weeks late to the party. And so you already know. So thanks. But Howard, Big D. Yeah, Big D's here too. welcome. Welcome, Big D. Uh, They know already if they're watching, but uh, uh, the Big D's out of out of the closet. (laughs) He's. <laughs> I, you can't hide that one. Just can't hide that one. Have so. you been pre-gaming, Kidder? This is like the worst <laughs> guest introduction we have ever done. I should have been the way that this is. And I, I, I expected nothing more. <laughs> Perfect. I'm glad that we can keep the low expectations. Ah, ah. So, uh, yes, there are things tomorrow night, Saturday the sixth of may 2023 that will be revealed but for tonight we'll just have to uh, pretend that they don't exist and for those of you watching or listening to this thanks and you already know but uh big d it's good to have you back on the show i'm really disappointed you missed the impossible music challenge because i know that's one of your favorite things to do uh, indeed, yeah. I um, I I suppose it is one of my favorite things to do because I I do enjoy uh, getting cheap laughs uh, out of my out of my good buddies, and I know there's nothing cheaper uh, of a laugh than me getting totally destroyed at one of those challenges, which would have provided entertainment for both you and presumably for everybody else. But yeah, it's always good to be yeah. here with the uh, Miles Kennedy and Mark Tremonti of a. Uh, Internet podcasting. Wow. And uh, yeah, happy to have to be here as always. High praise. I don't know which one I would be. <laughs> well, I was going to do the uh, the guys from Limp Biscuit, but I spaced oh. on the uh, the other guy's name. And really, the, the frontman's name is not worth remembering anyway, either. So we'll just go with that. 
it's it's true fred durst's new transformation into uh what he looks like now is definitely not what he was when hot dog flavored water and the chocolate starfish came out so uh, you know neither and none of us fit that um appearance valid so it, it you went the right way but i think that this has gone off on such a awkward start so far so we should start drinking so howard big d what's on tap what's on tap what's on tap what's on tap for me is in in my in my fridge so i will be right back oh wow you know he's only been on this show how many times and he hasn't figured out what's on tap is like at the start of the show Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. he morphed into a circle with a letter in it I, I, I noticed that too. It's and it's not a D. Uh, apparently, it's a apparently it's a confidential fridge that he's going to. Right. I'm back. I promise. I have pants on. I just put the camera off to hide the mess that is my hotel room behind me, which isn't really that messy at all. So whatever you hey. say, bro. There it is. Bunch of pillows. I'm self conscious. Fluff pillow. Well, Big D, you are the guest. What are you having? <laughs> well, it's a special day because it's uh, 14 years today, Cinco de Mayo, of uh, when I flew down to Texas for the first time and received the the love and affection that only those uh, guys wearing campaign hats can provide. Uh, so I got a, uh, I got some uh, specialness. <laughs> this is Chimay. I cannot find it in Grand Forks, but. I'm not in Grand Forks right now, so I found it down here in beautiful Arizona. This I think is beautiful. I haven't seen much of it. So this is uh, the red version of Chimay. I think I've had blue here on the uh, on the podcast before, but this is uh, Chimay Père Trapi Première from Belgique, Belgium. Uh, one pint, nine point four fluid ounces. Or a 75 centiliters if you are a, a pretentious metric user. Uh, 7% by volume. And let's see here. Uh, lots of words. Uh, copper tinted brown ale. Generous sense of fruit, toast, and sweet caramel. Um, it's just delicious. So I'm going to pop the cork. This will take me a minute. Uh, so go ahead and introduce your beverage. This is cork, so I gotta make sure I'm not about to pop this thing on the ceiling. Cork? You visited DS9? Well played. No, cork. No. Oh. Right, right there. Oh, I get you. Never mind. This is coming out easier than I thought. He's drinking a whole quart? Is that what I heard? That's what she said. Well, I mean, this is roughly a quart in volume. There we go. Let's see here. Trying to get the fruit. First time I've actually analyzed what I've tasted out of a bottle of Red Chimay. <laughs> Normally it's well, gone by now. <laughs> no, come on. Give, give me some credit. It's six, seven minutes. I prefer this now. Oh. But, uh, but yeah, no. Chimay always will get a five out of five for me. Uh, even the uh, white label, which isn't my favorite, will still get 4.5 out of five. So gentlemen the what is on tap label? with you 
Yeah, there's uh so there's red there's a white label which is eight percent blue is nine um and yeah red uh red is good at either room temperature or um chilled this is chilled white is a little too sweet for me um blue actually picks up a bit of bitterness at least in my opinion when it's uh chilled so i will generally have the blue at uh room temp highly recommend gentlemen what do you have well, I finally uh, have gotten to that point uh, where my uh, little drawer can feeder uh, is getting to me uh, some of the brews that the local geek was able to obtain for us. I think Kinder's already had this one on the show, uh, but from the uh, Sawyer Brewing Company, I have a Sapwood Oatmeal Milk Stout. Yeah. So, brewed and canned by Sawyer Brewing Company in uh, good old Spearfish, South Dakota, my hometown. Uh, 6.2% alcohol by volume. Uh, Two-row caramel malt, chocolate malt, roasted barley oats. Uh, East Kent Golding Chinook, which I believe are the hops uh, used. So, East Kent Golding and then Chinook hops. And milk and sugar. Are the ingredients on here this is one pint says keep cold crack soon family owned operated by wild animals so kidder did you have this one on the show i don't remember mm. he may have well, given us similar but different ones i know i i know i have one of the ones you had on the show so it smells like a good dark beer. Hmm. That's not bad. That is uh, pretty good. A little bit more tart than I was expecting, but it has the nice chocolatey notes, the caramel notes. But yeah, definitely like a like the the tart bitterness that you sometimes get with like a dark chocolate is kind of the aftertaste I'm getting with it. It's not bad. I'd give it a four out of five. It's a good rating. Good nice. rating. Hitter, mm-hmm. what you having? What are you pulling out of the triple B beer fridge? Although, wouldn't that make it a quadruple B? This one showed up from you. So let's let's start out with this one. It uh, is a bit messy, I see. But uh, all right, we got the Beaver Creek Brewery right there. Look at that beaver. It's kind of angry, angry beaver. Tastes better even. The three BF. Oh, by the way, uh, Lazy Goalie has joined the chat and uh, says uh, that he enjoys the Chimay. Yeah. Good choice. Good choice. Hell yeah! Uh, it's a government warning on the side. This is six point three percent alcohol by volume, and that um, our beaver tastes better. That's what it is. So now, now you know. 
It's the Paddlefish Stout. I had to change change the view and the lighting so I could even read the the freaking label on here. So they got to work on that, I guess. But uh, I think it was a little bit angry or something because it. Uh, hmm. Yeah, left. It left a little residue. <clears throat> so let's uh, give this a shot. I will say, um, out of that brewery, that is the local geek's favorite. Is what he said on the show. Hmm. Well, has a nice, stouty aroma to it. A little hint of fish. It's very, very chocolatey. Hmm. It's pretty smooth. So, um, not too bad. Not too bad. Thanks, thanks for the beer. Hmm. Mellow on that. Sixteen ounces in in that guy. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Just laughing, Reboy Kyle. All right, so here we are, gents. Yeah. It's Friday. Thunderstorms in the forecast, sort of. Not for. Uh, not really for us, but there's a chance. There's a chance. You're saying we have a chance. Just a chance. <laughs> Just a chance. Yeah. Yep. Well, I, I know. What are doing? What's happening? What's going on? You got something happening? Me? Mm-hmm. Uh, not a whole lot right now. Um, oh. had a had a busy day today, Kidder. I got to go to... Uh, Good old Jamestown to the Stutzman County Courthouse uh, because our site supervisor had a had scheduled a field trip of 60 kids. Oh, that's all. Yeah. You know, and he's the only employee of that site right now because we're we're struggling to find summer help. Uh, so which, hey, if, if you're listening to the show and in the Jamestown area and would love an awesome summer job. You know, reach out to me at Howard at BeerBluesBS.com. I'll help you out, man. Anyway, um, so I, I went to basically be back up and to help with that. Uh, and, of course, it was a homeschool group at about 40 kids or 40 of the participants dropped out before they got there. So it was only 20. So I didn't really need to go. But it was it was, it was still a good time. Uh, it was good to get to be an interpreter again and uh, spend some time in the courthouse and yeah, it was, it was a good day. Over good here, day. as you can see, we have some pieces of the courthouse. And as we move down this hall, you can see the floor that's been here a while. And look over here. More pieces of the courthouse. Let's continue our tour. Uh, see, now here's here's the thing. We don't do a really a, a traditional tour of the courthouse. Oh. Uh, because uh, thanks to a grant from Jamestown Tourism, we put in what what I am pretty sure. <clears throat> I haven't been everywhere, so I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure is the first ever hands-on civics exhibit in the country. So it's it it has all sorts of hands-on activities and such. Teaches you about civics and local government. That, you know. That's kind of a very cool, very good thing, um, and a lot of fun. Uh, it, if if you haven't checked it out, Kidder, you, you, should, you should give it a try. 
Um, I'm enthralled with just the thought so so much that I have to clean my hands. No, you're just having problems with that residue off of your beer can. A little bit. <laughs> so they're bothering you. But yeah, no, it's a it's a really cool site. We've we've spent a lot of time uh, restoring it, restoring the tin throughout it. It is also probably uh, the largest collection of pressed tin you will ever see. That's impressive. You might be in North Dakota if. <laughs> yeah, tin puns. All right. Anyway, uh, but yeah, it's a beautiful Rude building. Boy says. Uh... And over here is where the guilty people are. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's uh <laughs> Any, we're just gonna move right on past. I'm, that I'm, just, I'm just gonna move on and uh and say if you mm -hmm. haven't been to it, it's a it's a really cool site. Everybody should go. It is free. We just ask them maybe hey, you have you throw a little money in the old donation box. You know, it's a hoot. Anyways, free, free exhibit. It's pretty cool. I'm I'm one of the the few who've gotten to go like uh, and climb the clock tower all the way to the top. Oh, I thought you were going to say that uh, you are one of the few who got out of jail free. Uh, no, although hey, you keep bringing up jail, there is a jail cell in the basement. That's and, what uh, I'm saying. <laughs> we we have turned it into a uh, an escape room. So you know, oh, if you're good. one of those who enjoys the uh, the activity of escape rooms, right. There's one in the basement. Learn how to escape from a jail cell. Go to Jamestown, North Dakota. Life North Dakota skills, tourism. I guess. <laughs> Life's out there. Wait, what's our slogan now for the state? Be legendary. Go to jail. Get up. <laughs> be legendary. Is it be legendary or have we just dropped it to legendary? Yeah, legendary. I think it's be legendary. Along with our fancy uh, slogan. Or um, not slogan. Logo. I heard that Calibri was already taken, so they went with the alternative. <laughs> I, I'm bitter about it because the old logo and scheme was far superior and was very unique to the state. Now it looks like corporate America. Oh, and we it, paid like $800,000 for some stupid out-of-state graphic design marketing firm to give us this garbage. And here it is. It's, it's like branding with basic if you know what we should have just made it comic sans because that's what it looks like okay it's slightly fun but yet professional <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it looks anything like comic sans oh, i know but... it doesn't look like it but that's what they're going for right like oh it's professional but a little bit rugged and it's approachable <laughs> i don't know i think they were going more for sleek and modern but that I could future, future Howard is going to put an image of it up, and hey, you you all can view it and and leave your thoughts in the comments. Who's who's, who's closer on this? What's your take on it? Well, the the more annoying thing about it, Kidder, at least for me as a uh, an employee that they of the state, wasted money on this. Uh, no, it was so much more that like one one agency, one part of one agency, got to do this logo and and kind of design it and what it looked like and all of that. And now they're forcing everybody to switch to it. So all of these organizations that had their own logos are having mm -hmm. to switch, mm -hmm. which means if you're someone like the state water commission and you have your own logo and merch with your logo, mm -hmm. 
now it's work all anymore. Rendered, yeah, it's welcome to corporate America, North Dakota, legendarily corporate. No, I don't <laughs> like it. I, I mean, this is interesting, Kidder. It's like you got that residue on your hands, and you just immediately turned bitter. Bitter beer hands. <laughs> it's affecting his personality. Big D, what's new with you? I, I mean, we haven't yeah. seen you for a while. Well, what's new is, uh, well, life is uh, busy. I think I mentioned before, I'm uh, going to be uh, taking off out of North Dakota in a couple of months here. So getting getting ready for uh, that and all the crap I'm going to do with the house. But um, as far as right now, you know, just jump ahead on the run sheet because it's uh, kind of germane to, to your question there. Uh, I am, as I indicated before, I am in Arizona at the moment. I am just wrapping up week one of a four-week class down here. And then, uh, yeah, I am uh, going to be doing a lot of studying this weekend. It is not exciting. Oh. Good info. I you were going to say that dry. you were smelling like a rose on your birthday deathbed. No, no, not even a little bit. I am. All right. What <laughs> what I hear is that we might have Big D on for like the next three weeks. <laughs> yeah, that was going to be the segue. I mean, I am I am down here without adult supervision. They um, gave you a segue. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> is just going for all the wordplay and puns tonight. He's just throwing them out there. I gotta grab onto something. The rest of my life sucks, so this might as well happen to cheer me up. No, I, I don't get the segue, but I do get um, hazard duty pay when my chair stops swiveling and the air conditioner doesn't work. Although that actually might be legit because, like I said, Arizona. Although, this part of Arizona uh, around uh kind of within the vicinity of Tucson is, um, yeah, it's been cool. A lot cooler than I thought it was going to be. We not broken 80 in a couple of days. So I'm just fine with that. We hit 82 on Wednesday. Ed managed to stay out of jail for battery. <laughs> see, see, mine got a chuckle. Getter. <laughs> Yeah. Aside from that, my butt's dragging, which is um, kind of surprising because the thermometer. The, no, the time difference is only two hours, um, but I have jet lagged a lot harder than I thought I was going to just for that. So I think I'm finally getting past it, which is not a good feeling hmm. because it means I'm getting old. But you are, you are getting up. old. <laughs> Didn't need you to agree with me there, Howie. You notice me on I your side, silent. man. I stayed silent. Did Did you notice that? I'm on your side, Big D. Are you though? Because you appear to be neutral in that particular instance. Well, I was just letting you finish your thought. But yeah, yeah, I'm down here for uh, another three weeks, and then uh, yeah, hopefully you'll hopefully get a chance to run up to. Uh, Tucson, maybe run up to Phoenix on the weekends and uh, hang out and explore, but not this weekend. This weekend is studying. So, hmm. that's what I'm doing. That's where the hell I am. Well, I tell you that while you're in Phoenix, to go into the downtown cityscape area and go to a delicious sushi place right on the corner, but it closed because of COVID. So, I think you mentioned that last time I was on, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sad Panda. 
But there are some very delicious beverage places right in walking distance of Cityscape. Mm-hmm. One of them that's kind of, uh, uh, I don't want to say medieval themed, but it's it's kind of like magic themed. Almost. It's like World of Warcraft and magic. It's all they got a big book of potions for the drinks. Very interesting. Uh, pretty popular when we were there. And then uh, Hanny's. You got to go to Hanny's. Hanny's. An old, it's an old department store that was converted into a bar restaurant. And they even left the elevator shaft in there. And they have another elevator. So it's, I think it's three stories. And they have like mirror rooms and stuff. It's It's very... Very interesting, which is why I said that uh, we were creeping at Hanny's. It's creeping. <laughs> it's very weird, though, because you can tell you're in an old department store. Yeah, the only thing I've really checked out around here thus far has been uh, I stopped by a, a little hole-in-the-wall uh, Mexican restaurant and got some uh, the pretty pretty tasty street tacos uh, mm-hmm. for dinner tonight. So. Were they on the street, off the street, above the street? Well, thankfully, it was street tacos in by name. It was an actual store with a, a door and walls and electricity oh. and plumbing. Jeez. But, yeah, rich, no, they're rich for my blood down there. <laughs> nah, they're, they're tasty. So if anyone, uh, anyone in or around the Sierra Vista, Arizona, go check out Guadalajara. And no, they're not paying me for that plug. Guadalajara is the name of the place. It is also the name of uh, city Mexico. I am not talking about the city because mm. I cannot go to Mexico. It's also a mm. long freaking way from here. Mm. Mm. The city, not the Mexican border. Mm. You know, you, you should have uh, squeezed a few bucks out of them for that cheap plug. I mean, we're, we're, we're trying to open our horizons here. Get some revenue coming into the show, not just going out for free what yes you're right now? i i am fail which by the way if you'd like to support the show you can visit us at streamlabs.com slash beer blues bs streamlabs.com slash beer blues bs there's the merch store there and you can also buy us a beer there's also our regular merch store at beer please visit us there buy us around help support the show like the lazy goalie himself. He subscribed. He, he bought did. us around. He he did a couple and, rounds. And you've like thanked him for like four weeks straight. I know his name's still floating on the screen. So I got Nobody else has donated. So I mean, his name's gonna be on there forever at this rate. That just makes us sound sad and slightly mm. desperate. <laughs> Big D, when are you gonna open up that uh, government pocketbook and? Uh, help uh, give back for the government show that keeps giving that would be unethical and it would land my ass in jail so fast my i'm not going my implications were that you get money from the government for your services rendered you know kind of like prostitution and it, and it ends up in your wallet and then that money is free for you to use that's what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> you never thought about it like that, did you? Like, wait a minute. I get trucked from place to place and flown over here. I I, I am kind of like a prostitute. 
And now that you put that image in my mind, I can't unsee that. <laughs> you suck. On the plus side, Ruboy says that the stream needs some more mods. <laughs> so, you know, extra extra things to pump up the nitrous or something like that. Mm. How strong is that? Beverage you got there, kidder? Not strong enough. I, I'm I'm telling you, he's 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 a bit bitter. And I, I can understand why, Big D, because um, <laughs> I can't. Hear, we, we might as well get this over with. What? We should talk playoff hockey. Oh, do we have to? Yes, yes, we should. All right. Avs lost. <sighs> what? <laughs> That's it. That's all you got. That sucked. <laughs> Let's go. Get this over with. I, I just I just want to point out, uh, Kidder, um, <clears throat> EA uh, Sports, you know, two K twenty three did predict the Kraken over the Avs four to three. Uh huh. And how many other series have they been correct on? I I really haven't paid attention. To oh well, you didn't pay attention to the rest of it. I just want to. Okay. Well, why why should I care about anybody else, Kidder? I'm an Avs fan. It, it did get the Bruins wrong because they had the Bruins winning the whole thing. So, kind of like this. So, yeah. Kidder, this raises the question: Who are you cheering for in the Cup now? Now that the Avs are out, who do you want mm. to see take it? Devils, mm. New Jersey Devils. I would say the Kraken, but um, there's a. Kraken flag next to a P rock and it was put up after the series for some probably reason. Mm. So uh <laughs> Rude Boy goes, the stars. <laughs> so okay, well, we know where he's at. I, I truthfully get her, I, I do kind of hope that the Kraken win it because if we're gonna lose I'd, I'd rather we lose and are knocked out by the team that wins it all you know mm-hmm. that that's that's always kind of been my philosophy if we have to get knocked out of the playoffs let's get knocked out by the champions mm. so on the other hand you could be all sorts of spiteful and say uh you know i, I want them to you know go down mm-hmm. crashing mm-hmm. and burning because Definitely. they beat your abs yeah F him. Yeah, but then I'd just be a bitter old man like Kidder. You're older than me, so... Yes, yes, I am. <laughs> listen, don't make me pull up Mr. Gray Hair. Hey, I listen, I like my gray hair. Gives me a dignified look. <laughs> okay. I, at about four or five different times... Yeah. I don't care. Um, I, I was going to go grab my Dave Hackstall bobblehead and put it over here or something. But then I realized that, uh, you know, it's fine over there. I, I mean, it truthfully, if you, if you think about it, like we were missing a couple of key components in that last game. You know, we, we missed Landeskog for the entire series. We were missing um, oh, who broke his neck in the game before. Andrew Cogliano. Yes. That's you know. due to a cheap hit. 
that was not called and not brought up in player safety. Yeah. You know, so, and he's one of our, you know, he's a good, strong, decent player for us. So we're missing him. You know, it uh, wasn't our year this year, but well, at least we took him to game seven. You know, it's, at least they didn't like sweep us. That would have mm-hmm. been terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'd be kind of like uh, two years ago against the Vegas Golden Showers. And that was that was really, really, really bad because, you know, uh, we're doing great. And then take a trip south, hanging out with Rude Boy Kyle, getting a little toasted, having some fun, and even setting up the projector in the backyard because it was gorgeous, and then watching the team go... <sighs> But, yeah, I uh, agree with Rude Boy Kyle that the off-ice shenanigans did not help. And we didn't talk about that part of it. Did, did you hear about this, Jake? I, I So, so Kidder, I, I tried to be the best Avs fan I could be and stay away from it as much as I could. That's because we lies. all know the curse. That's lies. I think so, I lost because you ended up watching that one game at the uh, restaurant. Um, lost the whole series because of that. You know, hey, I can't help that yeah, the restaurant had you. the game on. <laughs> anyway, what was these off-ice shenanigans? Well, Fill me in. You, you know uh, the train, the choo-choo train, Valerian Achushkin, right? Good <laughs> defenseman on the team. Uh, you know that he's of Russian nationality well one night at the seattle hotel i believe it was either the night after game two or before game two uh in seattle so it would have been game three or four the trainer was called to nichushkin's room where there was a female found heavily intoxicated, passed out, and not, uh, shall we say, his girlfriend or wife or anything like that. And there's a potential that there were some other things happening in the room. Speculation about between alcohol and other substances, but... Uh, also that she was, as Nico would say, a lady of the night and was so out of it that the trainer had to call an ambulance and was taken to the hospital. And she was originally Ukrainian that had moved to Russia and was somehow in Washington state. Hmm. So there's some weird stuff happening there. <clears throat> Not sure what the deal is. And of course, if you remember potentially hearing that as well, that he, uh, Nichushkin was taking some personal time. Um, I mean, that's part of what it's related to, but not quite certain what else was going on with all of that. Uh, I don't suspect that he was involved in any, you know, direct consumption of narcotics or other illegal sub substances or anything due to the NHL's, 
strict policies in their drug testing that they do all the time. So who knows what really happened, but yes, there were also some more players who ended up being injured and were taken out. Uh, we mentioned Cogliano, but Josh Manson was also injured and unable to play a couple games. Um, everybody was healthy for the first game of the playoffs as well. And most of the team wasn't able to play together for probably over half of the season because of all the sporadic injuries. It was pretty bad all year. And I think some of that fed into the playoffs because they forgot how to play as a team. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know what? There's always next year. You know, we got some time. We can rebuild a little yeah. bit. And uh, we'll, we'll just see what next year brings. And we'll see uh, what happens with the rest of these uh, playoffs. But uh, don't expect a lot of updates from us on the show. Um, it kind of ends our hockey season. And now we're on to lacrosse. Give him the shtick. There we go. <laughs> what? I'm just waiting for something snarky from you. It just, you know. Oh, I thought the whole thing tonight has been snarky. What, what else do you want? Well, well right. It's, it's been so snarky. I, I, I tossed this yeah. up. I was waiting to swing at it. You know, it just... <laughs> Taking a swing. Got a swing for you. It's getting hostile, Big D. I'm glad glad you're on and that I have a witness. <laughs> yeah, theoretically, unless my darn uh, screen freezes at just the most inopportune of times. Mm. Which, mm. yeah, it's very possible. Sorry. <laughs> it's all right. I'll survive. Maybe. It'll take him at least a half hour to get up here. You don't know how fast I can drive. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm with all the road construction in Bismarck. I, you know, oh, I know. I, I know. It'll, it'll slow you down, man. That's what you think. <laughs> I got a turbo. I still have time to, like, flee. So. Good talk. Yeah. Yeah. This is. I, so, I had, so had it's something, fun when, but I didn't want to further implicate anyone or anything. It's always fun when Kidder's in a slightly bitter mood. <clears throat> Just end up poking the bear a lot more. So let's uh, move on to a topic at least somebody's excited about. Uh, Cherries and old fashions. I know Kidder's so excited about that. Son of a... Almost said well, you don't think about hockey, now, are you? I might have to go visit Rum Rock and Rumors and see how those guys are doing. <laughs> oh, if you think we're bad. <laughs> yeah. It's all good. If he, if he bounces out, you know, Howard, you and I got this. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about this next topic, which I'm super excited about, Steve. And I, I don't know if we've ever actually talked about it when you're on here, but I have this obsession with this thing called a straight line mission. Have you ever heard of these? I don't believe I have. So oh. inform the uninformed. It, he, he clearly something. doesn't watch this show, so you better it, tell him. <laughs> I know it's all right. I, I like talking about these. Uh Here's something for you. While, while you're down in Arizona, if you find that you need a little entertainment and, and want something uh, kind of different, uh, there's a YouTuber by the name of GeoWizard, and he's the inventor of this. And the idea was is that he wanted to be the first person 
to walk across the country in a straight line. And and so the the first country he he attempted to do this one was Wales. And so this this involves <laughs> he's gonna have some trouble with that mountain. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so basically, he draws out a line and he, he spends the time on like Google Earth and looking at street views and trying to, to lay this out. But he's then got it once he's got his line, he has to try and stick to it. And he's developed a whole like grading scale about how good your run is across the uh, the country. Like if you stay within 20 meet, I think it's 25 meters of the line, it's a platinum run. That's pretty but, generous. Yeah. It, well, you know, GPS over the course of over the course of however many miles, you know, one even half a degree angle difference. Yeah, that adds up. So, OK, yeah, never mind. Not as generous as I thought. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty good. But here's the thing. Uh, this is this is him going in a straight line, but it means that any obstacle that gets in his way, he's got to go through. So if he hits a lake, he's got to like canoe or swim, you know, across the lake. If he comes to somebody's backyard, he's got to go through their backyard, which means a large amount of like trespassing happens. Oh, in this. yeah, the Welsh don't like that. Oh no, they don't. And so um, he is—he is on his fourth attempt to try and get across Wales. He's had three failed attempts so far. Uh, the only country he's been successful on crossing is Norway. Um, cause he was able to choose a section that was pretty uninhabited. Um, he was nearly arrested in Scotland during doing this cause he went, uh, kind of during the COVID lockdown. So it was illegal for him to be in Scotland. Uh, the, the police were nice enough to let him go and, and say, as long as you're gone, you know, by morning, <laughs> you're free to go. So uh yeah he's been doing this and it has like his first videos run of this was so popular it has spawned a lot of other uh youtubers doing this same challenge uh you get some different distances some people have done like counties uh some have done states one one of them supposedly was across the entire united states and actually started in north dakota and I, I talked about it on the show because um, when you actually, they shared their line and they were all over the place and they didn't even start at the border. Like they started like 20 miles South of the border. It, uh, that was, that was a whole lot of fakery. And there they were trying to even hype it up as if we go, you know, as so much as half a mile up, you know, off the line, we end the video and yeah, they, they went more than that. But they also drove the entire way. They didn't walk it. So that one was kind of stupid. Mm. Anyway, uh, the Geo Wizard has yet to do Wales. And he got uh, another YouTuber reached out uh, by the name of Archie Fieldhouse and said, hey, we did Scotland. We're going to do Wales next. We'll give you a chance. Here's when we're going. You can go before us. And so... On very short notice, the Geo Wizard is once again attempting uh, to cross Wales, and he's got to do it because if he doesn't, he's going to miss out on his goal to be the first person to walk across Wales in a straight line, and he's going to lose to these other guys. And so, so north, north to south, or east to west, or does it matter? They're going east to west, so you can kind of pick your line. So you know, 
in the past he's chosen shorter lines but have had to go through like more farmers fields um which he has had an encounter with like a farmer like chasing them down uh as he's running through the field the farmer's on a quad bike <laughs> and the the only reason that he probably got away with it was the farmer had to keep going up and going through gates to, to get to him while he was just hopping fences and walls it, <laughs> it, it was a pretty intense chase sequence Dang. um but it's 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 fun we're on week two of this so he's released his his second video um because he he, he kind of makes each day a video so this was day two of his attempt um and he's got some interesting obstacles he's already missing out on the platinum run uh because he had a a cliff that he didn't see in his research that forced him to to deviate further than he wanted um but so far he's having a pretty good run he chose a much uh longer route this time through a lot more rugged country and fewer farms so as long as he stays healthy and doesn't screw up or get injured <laughs> or I say screw up. He's the first run. And I, I'll spoil this one. Big D for you in case you do go and watch it. He, uh, he, he thought that he was going to make it further than he, he was going to at the actual pace. He was able to make it. And so when he left his camp in the morning, he's like, well, I'll, I'll just cut down on my weight so that I don't, you know, so that I'm able to do this even easier. And he burnt all of his food reserves except for like a pack of like jelly beans. And as he's going over all this high terrain, he literally, he just ran out of energy. He just could not go and he had to bail. Yeah. I mean, so stupid air. It was his first time ever doing this though. He's learned a lot. He's gotten better about like stashing points or having his fiance meet him at road crossings and, and refuel. So he's gotten a lot better at that uh the guys that he's going against they've had a much rougher time uh on their run through wales because they've released their uh second video because they're kind of each releasing a video a week and uh they actually ran into a farmer uh who was at first polite to them and said you know hey just take the road that'll lead you to where you're going you know stay out of my field and they, oh, yeah, yeah, we'll follow the roads. And as soon as the farmer drove away, they hopped the fence. And they, they went across the fields, and the guy chased them down and literally kicked them off and, and forced them to walk far enough off that they, they lost it. They didn't want to give up. The one member of, the, of this other team, uh, his name's Adam, he's one of these ultra-marathoners. So one of these guys who... Like they do like super marathons uh -huh. and uh, he just, they decided like, we're not giving up on this. He went all, they went all the way back to the start and he's now running the straight line across Wales. So in the first day he got back to that angry farmer's farm, which was like day two for them. <laughs> so he did that in a day and then he, he hit out until it got dark and snuck across to the angry farmer's field in the dark to continue the run. So I needless to say, I, kidders heard me rant and talk about this, but I find this stuff just absolutely fascinating. And I, I watch these all the time. 
uh, Archie's team, it's almost cheating because he's got like a whole support van and they do things like, oh, this is a really tall wall. And by the time that Archie and Adam get there, they've set up a ladder for them so that they just have a ladder to get over the wall. So it's kind of cheating. You know, they've shown up with like, oh, here's your inflatable raft so that you can get across this uh, river. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's a little, little cheating. Whereas like the Geo Wizard, the only help he really gets is somebody delivering him food. It's interesting. Uh, they're both coming up on the, the final week. So next week should be the end of it. And uh, I'm looking forward to see, looking forward to seeing who's uh, successful in this. But it's a, it's a whole fun, unique subset of YouTube videos, Big D, uh, that are very entertaining. And it's it's amazing to see like just how paranoid they get of farmers in it. It's 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 incredible how paranoid they are as they're trespassing through everybody's houses and such. <laughs> well, you know, breaking and entering something to be paranoid about, I suppose, if you're the one doing it. Yeah. I mean they never enter anybody's buildings, but some of these have gone into some crazy places. Like they've crossed quarries with like actual working equipment. Uh, Geo Wizard on his one run, he went he went across like the British rail line, and to do it, he had to like break into uh, one of their kind of storage depots to do it, and he put the video up. And about a week later, he gets a knock on the door, and it's it's British police, and he was given the option of like, well, you can go to jail or you can edit out that section of the video so that nobody sees how you did that and got in. And so that's what he did is he just cut that section of the video out. Yeah. Oh, that would have been a wow. I mean, as I said to Kidder, there's a part of me that's like, this would be, it would be fun to try a challenge like this, but I, I wouldn't be able to do the trespassing. I, I, like, I would be happy to like, find, like, a national park, like Teddy Roosevelt National Park here in North Dakota, and, like, do that in a straight line. That, to me, would be an acceptable challenge. But, yeah, the private property trespassing side of this, I don't know that I would do. <laughs> well, when you when you were talking about him breaking into the, the rail line, my, my immediate instinct was, like, some of those rail lines in England are electrified. Uh like the, mm-hmm. we, I I may or may not have heard of cases of, uh, well I guess a case of an American service member up in the about an hour north of London, uh, getting shammered and found his way onto a, a platform and fell onto it and became a crispy critter. Um, so that that was my first instinct is is he going to get fried? Is that the punchline to the story? But yeah, either either way, that plus the like England is England is lousy with um security cam or uh, closed circuit cameras. They're everywhere. Ask me how I got all my traffic tickets over there. Um Yeah. They're I, all over. Yeah. Not surprising at all that that played out. Which is Just, probably why he uh he hasn't done England because he, he is English and why he's chosen like Wales and Scotland 
you know. So, okay, but that makes gotcha. Now I'm know. trying to get past whales in my head because that is um pretty hilly quasi mountainous country. He spends a lot of time like he. Uh, the rest of his channel, like when he's not doing these straight line missions, the rest of his channel is playing a game called GeoGuessr, which is is basically like, hey, we're going to drop you in a random spot in the world, like in like Google Street View, and you have to figure out where you are. And he's really pretty good at it. It's boring to watch. I'm not going to lie. I don't watch any of that content. I literally just tune in for this. But it, he's got just that kind of geography mind that he I mean he sits and analyzes I think he had somebody like pull up like terrain data and like give him the warning of like yeah this slope dangerous you can't do this <laughs> so he goes to great lengths I don't think that he had it with this uh, this particular run so it's a, it's it's been interesting to watch he's doing well though and, uh, and if anybody wants to check these out I'll put a link in the show notes to these uh, current runs so that you can watch along if you would, would like, because um, some people find them entertaining. I I do. I, I love just watching. And it's it's been great to watch him learn how to do these because, like, his first run, he forgot to, like, he didn't think to, like, wear gloves. And so he's going through every, like, bramble and gorse patch and all of these cheap fences with barbed wire and just keeps like beating the crap out of his hands, tripping and falling and landing like with his hand in sheep feces. It's and like all the comments were like, Gloves, man, bring gloves. He's learned a lot. It's it's kind of been fun to watch. <laughs> so and it's as I said, there's a lot of other ones out there that you can find. Some are better than others. Uh, there was one that was across Luxembourg that was just terrible. Oh, that would take like an hour. Uh, yeah, it, it took the guy like half a day, you know, but it, it just like there was no drama to what he was doing. And so like he kept trying to build drama with like, <coughs> are there bears? Are there bears in these woods? Like every time we got to a wooded area, there could be bears in these woods. It's like in Luxembourg. No. Yeah. Yeah, not a thing. I, yeah, it really isn't, and and so like there was no drama to him, like getting it done. He didn't really trespass over anybody's stuff. He did a little bit, but not like they're just it. That one was pretty bad, but it was clearly like a YouTuber. Like he he didn't turn off the YouTube persona, you know. So it's like, hey guys, today I'm doing something crazy. I'm walking across Luxembourg in a straight line. He like would try to like tell people like he every time he ran into somebody I'm walking across Luxembourg in a straight line and they're like okay that one was pretty bad uh, there's the one in Idaho uh, where they weren't even necessarily like going across the state like they chose like from their apartment to their final destination and they only put out like one or two videos but they never put how it ended and like at the end of the second video they like they had gone through somebody's farm yard and the like farm dog had followed them. And it ends basically with them like five miles away with this farmer's dog. And it's like, I have no idea if the dog ever was returned. <laughs> I 
don't know what happened there. I have no answer to the story. And it's like two years later, and the only videos that the guy posts now is like, yeah, I live in a van now. <clears throat> I do the van life. Because, of course. So that, that one is also an interesting because it's a great mix of, like, photography. Because they, like, clearly used, like, a drone to get some, like, nice high-def footage. But then the rest of it, the GoPro that they have strapped on their head is, like, pointed down. So they keep doing this, like, look at these beautiful mountains. And all you can see is, like, the field that they're walking through in their shoes. <laughs> so. GoPro fail. But uh, that, so that's what I've been uh, absorbing my time with. But no obsession really hasn't officially talked about on the show. There was a lot of references in the episode that came out tonight, but he didn't really talk about it. <laughs> yes, kidder, I'm talking about trucking. <laughs> you bad mother trucker. <laughs> Should we have a drink for this? I mean, if you want another drink, you 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 can. I I still have quite a bit left, but you do you, kidder. You I'm do you. Hmm. Mm. Well, let's let's take a look in the old triple B fridge. Pop this bad boy opener. Mm. You know, since I've had this on the show, I might as well have the other one that's sitting in here, and that is the Laughing Sun Space Space Probe Blue. So there you go. Gonna enjoy this one because Howard doesn't. You know, Big D, I've just kind of figured out that Kidder has been sitting there very patiently waiting for me to stop talking about my straight line missions just so that he could have another beer. That is a just, surprising amount of restraint there, Kidder. Well done. He, oh, I, I'm sure in his head he was sitting there like, stop talking, stop talking, stop talking. I want a beer. Stop talking, stop so, talking, stop talking. So Thursday. Shut up, Wesley. Yeah. Howard. No. Shut up, Howard. Mm, yes. Mm. Cheesy Star Trek reference, mm. in case you, you missed that, Howard. No, uh, I, I, I got it. Okay. I, I know who Wesley Crusher is. Yes. By the way, Big D, you'll be appreciative of this. Uh, going back through the next generation, and currently in season four, last week watched Wesley's last episode, Final Mission. And I say last episode as in the last normal episode that he's actually in as a recurring cast member. If you remember, of course you remember. I do. The caves and the selenium and the crusty shuttle captain. Yeah. I'm going to point this phaser at it because I'm a good matter. <laughs> 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 Spoiler for you, Howard. <laughs> he dies. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, so I've been trucking along with Ruboy Kyrou. We've been playing the American Truck Simulator. And it's it's a pretty popular game right now, I have to say. Some cool features, too. Uh, uh, Big D, have you seen this game? Have you have you heard of it? Maybe one of the iterations? Mm, I don't think I have. Uh, I just got uh, 
a mental image of you going on and on about your snow blowing tycoon game or lawn mowing, whatever. Lawn mowing simulator. Yes, that that's on there too. We we do have one of those. <clears throat> but this game, you are quite the trucker, let me just say. And you can find your truck that you want to drive and perhaps have different trucks for specific missions. And there's a lot of them. There's some DLC, pretty decent amount of DLC. They're working on expanding the states. And it starts in California. And you get Nevada with the base game. And Arizona is a free DLC. So really, you get the three-state area there. And then you can get other DLC like Utah, California, uh, sorry, uh, uh, Colorado, Texas, Montana, Oregon, Washington, Kansas, and Oklahoma. So each of those are their own DLC packs that you can purchase. So I'm waiting for those to go on sale before I purchase uh, one of those. You know, got to be cost effective in my gaming at the moment. So there's that. There's also other packs you can purchase for your trucks, like theme wraps, I guess you would call them. But lots of mods that you can also download for free to enhance the game to how you want it. Uh, one of the mods that Rude Boy and I use makes the game more realistic in the sense that there are real businesses and advertisements uh, on billboards, trucks, that sort of thing. So you'll see a McDonald's and a Wendy's family dollar Menards trucks, things like that. FedEx, and in, a, in a wide open field, Dollar General. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There are lots of Dollar Generals <laughs> in the game, <laughs> so it's just like real life. Um, aside from that, in the workshop, it, you can download and and see the hundreds of pages of mods that people have made for it, from enhancements to weather to the realism and handling of the trucks, the sounds, even engines, uh, different types of trailers. There's there's so many different things. It's cool. Of course, one of the top things that Rude Boy and I looked for were LED mods. <clears throat> you got to enhance the lighting packages. You know what I'm saying? So we found per a couple pretty good ones, added those to the game because we can also create a convoy and truck together. And you can take the same mission. You can make a convoy. Uh, I do have to give a shout out to the game. Because in game there's a radio button in the menu. You click it. And it refreshes. And there's a list of internet radio stations. For the game. I don't know who makes these stations where they come from how you would get one on there but there are quite a few stations and the music isn't too bad 
and so far uh rude boy and i have found it to be streaming friendly <laughs> so we haven't run into the dmca copyright restrictions so there's that <clears throat> we're trucking we're doing things and uh howard helped name the company brothers blue holland it would be hauling but not enough room for the g so <laughs> we're hauling and uh, we discovered before we went live uh, this evening that Howard was getting the emails. He just wasn't getting the, the texts uh, notification <laughs> on his phone. So that's why he hasn't been partaking in the stream and throwing out shade at our driving. Shame on you, Howard. Not yet. You know, I'm, I'm slacking. Definitely slacking. <clears throat> By the I'll way, I can try to be oh. better. <laughs> Thank you. Now, where can people watch the stream? Uh, you know, on uh, Twitch thing. Um, hey, listen, if you're watching right now, it's on the on the screen. Future Howard's got me covered. Twitch.tv slash twos thirteen for uh, for my channel, right there. Mm-hmm. Or, of course, on YouTube as well. I haven't been uh, drifting these toward the YouTube channel just because, you know, it's not really an episode. It's not really a bonus, but maybe it would drive traffic to our channel. I don't know. You see what I did there? Drive traffic. Um, I, I don't know. <laughs> I, glad Big D did that in his somewhat delusional, delirious state. I like it. Mm. Goofy. I'm not a delusional delirious yet. Sweet. We're on the way. <laughs> I like it. Went by Hardy's the other day, thought of you. That's not Burger King. <laughs> well, I... and, and on that note, the uh the infamous um postal truck incident. Uh, that Burger King uh, closed down about six weeks ago. Yep. It has been dethroned. It's closed. And then on top of it, the buffet, the Chinese buffet down the street got torn down. Uh, I know it was closed. The last I saw. Yep. Uh, when it's I was gone. Forks, it's, that it's must have happened within the past six days. That's yep. As long as I've been, <laughs> Rick, when, well, when were you in Grand Forks? <laughs> I, I wasn't. I, I just, you know, I have my sources. It it disappeared last Friday. <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> huh? I guess I didn't they, drive Highway Two over the weekend, so yeah. they they took it out, and uh, it is now an empty lot. But I say <laughs> an improvement. <laughs> it, well, I mean, maybe, but. I, I didn't mind the one time I went there. I went I went there a couple of times. Now, going as a as a student because I think it had closed down long before I even got back to Grand Forks. But hmm. um, the first time I went there, um, how can I say this so that we don't offend live stream viewers and so that Howard doesn't have to feature Howard doesn't have to edit. You got food poisoning. Uh, uh. I didn't get food poisoning per se, but we'll just say the cuisine was not kind to my colon. Oh. Take that as you will. Um, 
uh, had I, had I been cleanse. I, I, I got it. I, let, let me help you here, Big D. The food sent Big D to the Big D Business Center. Bam! He was waiting for me to say it, but I just let him have it. I will raise to that because that was well planned. I wasn't seeing that coming. <laughs> kind of like how he let the Business Center have it. <laughs> Thank you very much. Coming and going. I know. <laughs> Maybe it wasn't the closet he came out of before the shows. Anyway. Uh, yeah, I said uh, Hardee's because the infamous thumbnail that of the picture that keeps coming up with the sandwich, that was that was a, a an Oreo hand scooped ice cream Sunday sandwich from Hardee's. And so every time I go by Hardee's, I go, man, I wish they had those sandwiches because I could go for one of those. And I know somebody else who needs one. Every time I go by Hardee's, I still and, wish for the life of me that I could remember that particular incident. But I mean, there's, there's so much about that time. I just don't remember. <laughs> that's, that's okay. I mean, you know, we were hanging out and having a good time and laughing. So that's really, uh, and you you brought me uh, you brought me one of those beers and we shared one of those beers. Was it, was it the Chimay or must have been because I would uh yeah yeah I, I believe it would have been. I used to have the bottle on the you know rack uh, uh, above my kitchen in that apartment, and then the apartment after that, but there were some things. That didn't make the move from Grand Forks to Bismarck, you know, space and that sort of thing. Shattered? <laughs> no, no, just went in the recycle. Mm. Yeah. When I went to uh, Vegas back in 2010, I was there for six weeks for work. Uh, the hotel that we stayed at. Uh, I got one, two, three, four four glasses from them uh two were margaritas one was 10 ounce one was like 24 the 24 didn't survive the trip when i tried to mail it back to germany uh oh the the 23 and the 50 ounce beer glasses did i think the 50 ounce are shattered on the way up to I don't know. Something happened to the 50 ouncer. Um, I don't have it anymore. Poured it on the curb for your homies. <laughs> but, uh, Wait, that's not what I'm supposed to do. No. Oh, no, no. Uh, yeah, one, one beer that I miss that I have been, that I try to find uh, in the various locales in Europe that I was at before I came back to the States, but couldn't find it. Even in Brussels, and that's important because this is a Belgian beer, was um, Bruges Zot, Z-O-T, brewed up in Bruges, which is the city's cool as hell. But even Brussels an hour away didn't have it. And I never made it back up to Bruges to get it. It's got a logo of a, a clown with a gesture on it, but as ridiculous as that logo might sound, um, the beer is delicious. So if I ever find a way to get some to you gentlemen, 
I will, but I'll get some to me first because, yeah. <laughs> Apparently, local geek is the guy at smuggling beer places <laughs> between geek, his it, contacts and getting beers across state lines and back to it's. It's like the well <clears throat> spy network uh, of beer. I don't know how he does it, but just magically. Oh, you guys are missing South Dakota. Here's six South Dakota beers. What? Thank you. <laughs> okay. We'll drink the... Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. I'm making progress. <laughs> I hope so, because at this rate, I'm going to have to start up trucking and pull it up on stream. Yeah, let's not do that. Oh, good. He disappeared. I have a feeling that he, uh, once again, is stepping to his secret beer fridge to... The business center. That's yeah. okay. We'll wait. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. So, Peter, how's it yeah. going? How you doing? Hmm. You sure you want to ask that question? It's kind of a loaded question. It is judging, loaded question. <laughs> judging by how the night's been going, right? I, I mean, I, I listen. I, I've known you a long time. I can mm. uh, get a sense for probably how things are going based off of your mm. attitude on the show. It. Uh, Gives me an idea. Attitude? Me? I'm not saying you have an attitude. I'm just saying, like, your general, overall attitude, mm. behavior. I can, I can read a little bit. It's like, uh, mm. Hmm. I think things may, might not have been the best for Kidder this week. Have another beer. I did get a couple achievements in American Truck Simulator. I know I didn't chime in much uh, when you were talking about it before. I, I don't know. That I could ever get into that game. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, you know, when I was a kid, I always thought being a truck driver would be kind of cool, but that was because, like, that was once I learned, like, there was a whole, like, sleeper portion, and it's like, oh man, it's like a mini camper. And I loved mm-hmm. going camping, you know, mm-hmm. so there was, like, that part. Once I actually started to drive, I'm like, I don't want to drive one of those things. I see how people treat those trucks on the road. I don't want to put up with that crap. Sure. Sure. And, and, and even in a video game simulator form, yeah, I don't know. It doesn't, it's kind of like flight simulators. They just don't hold any interest hmm. to me. Used to love flight sim. I actually did a, a real time flight from Minneapolis to Las Vegas. About three and a half hours. <laughs> yes. I mean, that was it. It was like, the idea of flying is cool. The uh, I see the big I is back, and now it is gone, and now the big D is back. Probably need unfortunately, for unfortunately, the big C and the big K show up, then we're in trouble. You got to put them together. It's like Wheel of Fortune. I don't get it. That's okay though. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway, Kinder, what I was saying was uh, with like flight simulators. One, it was like so long, but. To me, the idea of flying is cool, but I'd, that's one of those things where I'd rather do the real thing. Hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, like the the thrill of actually taking off and like looking out the window and seeing everything small. Hmm. Somehow it loses the like coolness in a flight simulator. I'd rather do the real thing. Sure. If that makes sense, you know. With uh, our luck, you'd probably end up on a flight like uh, I did last year. Yeah, I mean, let's face it. There's a reason I don't do a lot of flying. Mostly because also because I don't like the whole like airport 
have to get in will i get checked in in time what if i have something that's not supposed to be in my luggage you can you can ask you can ask lefty i'm a nervous flyer and it's not the actual flight that bothers me it's the like getting through security getting to my gate you know getting all of that done and and to where i need to be no the most the most like a heart racing thing i ever had um when i worked for the science center i was down in the twin cities i was meeting with the uh Science Center of Minnesota uh, for on some exhibitory stuff. And one of their employees took me to the uh, airport and took me with what, and she did a lot more flying than I did, like with what she felt comfortable to like make it to, you know, the gate and such. And I get in and I'm standing in security and they're calling my name over the PA thing because I'm supposed to have boarded the plane already. Nothing like, you know, like, oh my gosh, get me through security so I can run to wherever this gate is. To I had that happen in San Diego. Technically Oakland on the way out of the national conference back in 2005. <laughs> what? San Diego, technically Oakland. Those are a long friggin' way apart from each other. San Francisco. The other, the other San. Okay. Okay, I'll other, give you that one. The other San Francisco treat. Uh, we were it's at UC Berkeley and flew us into Oakland and then take public transportation to Berkeley by myself. Well, I mean, you're on the right side of the bay, so. Well, it was an interesting trek. Let's just let's just say that. But yeah, same same sort of thing happened there because they dropped me off at the airport and I was. I was checking in uh, at the the counter for my luggage, and they were looking at my flight and going, we need to get you a cart. And I'm like, what do you mean? Your flight's supposed to leave in 10 minutes. Yeah, a cart would be good. Let's go. <laughs> I mean, look, luckily for like me, like they didn't offer a cart, but like I was like, I luckily the gate was actually really close to where security was, but oh, so it was fine. And I mean, yes, it, it like for an experienced traveler, they'd be like, oh, you're fine, you're okay. But again, I don't do a lot of flying, so it where do you want to go? WrestleMania? I hear it's in Minneapolis next year, next year, not next year, it's in Philadelphia next year, two years, two. We won't even have to fly. We could fly. It'll be a lot easier to fly. Let's just fly. Let's go. You're assuming that I'm going to WrestleMania. Yeah, you got two years. Two years to get a babysitter. Two years to get the funds for it. The tickets are practically ordered already. The hotel's practically booked. Damn it, man. Mania season is here. Two years early. Listen, I I got kids, man. I know. And you have two years to plan for a babysitter. So, damn it. If if Big D can go to Arizona and then uh, wherever else he's been with the, his business center taking him, man, you can go to Minneapolis. Well, in fairness, I have to be here. So, <laughs> and Howard has to be at WrestleMania. So there it is. Why why does Howard have to be at WrestleMania? Where 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 is it written, stated, or put that Howard has to be at WrestleMania? Well, it's common knowledge in the universe because of all of the conglomerated 
uh, premium live events that you have missed over the years now they're all adding up and and to like equal it out you know it's a balance thing here we're, we're way over here and one wrestlemania will bring you back even so so we need to get you even well for what it's worth i've only i've been to exactly one smackdown and it was back in 06 when finley won the u.s title and big show on ecw taping that same evening um did that little cobra clutch choke slam to rick flair and he, he he died and uh yeah i think how he's good if, if that how if that makes you feel any better well we can go to raw and smackdown because they, they package the deal so you just go and help i will even go to the nxt show with you there i just i just find it like weird that you were like so like howard must go and i yeah. like i don't care that much like yeah, well, it's still yeah. an experience, and if it's going to be this close, because it's never been in Minneapolis, so if it's going to be here, it's not like they're going to bring Mania to Bismarck or Fargo. I think I'm not going to visit my family that weekend. <laughs> it's going to be a zoo down there. <laughs> you want to go too, Big D? You don't have to visit your family. You can come to Mania. (laughs) (laughs) Two years from, so when's that, 2025? uh, Supposedly, because they haven't actually announced it yet, but apparently U.S. Bank Stadium is in the finalization stage of securing the, again, you know, April 1st-ish weekend that uh wrestlemania 41 will happen in minneapolis st paul there u.s bank stadium yeah i'm probably gonna be overseas well i mean the seas can be over on the way back too and plan a two years plan plan ahead Put in your vacation request now yeah so, i'm not so the the unit that i'm going to belong to after I leave North Dakota, I'm not even going to belong to them. I don't freaking know where I'm going to be. So, so can you, you're talking the first weekend in April in 2025, probably. Yeah, I don't know who's asked to kiss on that one yet. Uh, here, here's here's the here's the problem. Um, that Saturday, so what would be night one of Mania will be my daughter's birthday. I'm going to break the tension by cracking open the other uh, beverage. She'll be three. It's fine. She'll get over it. Look, Dad's on TV. <laughs> Go for it, Big D. What do you got? So when I turned off the camera and muted the microphone for uh, a moment there, I, I stayed on for about 15, 20 seconds to hear the smack talk that y'all were going to dish out. I know one of you, you guessed um, the confidential fridge. One of you guessed the uh, business center. You're both right. So here is what we got double feature uh, all right <laughs> i didn't know this was movie entertainment and drinks right so this is the um this is from two towns cider house brewed in corvallis oregon this is the bad apple hitter i don't know if you're gonna like this or hate this or what but it is the imperial apple well you're drinking it so uh, touche all right so i don't know 
<laughs> I have no idea if this is going to taste like an IPA. I found this random. Looked, uh, Thoughts looked and yelling. prayers to you. <laughs> Made with meadow foam honey. Um, 500 milliliters, half a liter. 50 centiliters. Again, if you're in uh, pretentious metric terms. Uh, 10.5% alcohol by volume. Big and bold. The bad apple is made in an imperial style, fermented with local meadow foam honey and aged in Oregon white oak. Complex notes of apples and wood make this a Northwest favorite. Serve chilled. Cool. No problem there. Using my handy-dandy ammo coin from my time in England. 420 months. That, that was uh, RAF Welford I-Y-A-A-Y-A-S. That's an acronym. If you know, you know. You don't know. That's okay. I love you guys both. What was up with that French salute, man? That ain't Mark. I was kidding. I'm being silly. I appreciate you guys. Love you guys. Miss you guys. I'm getting too sentimental. Let's open this up. Despite the lack of a... Uh, Complex notes of apple and wood. I'm tasting some sort of caramel, which might just be the honey. Um, it does not have the... Uh, oh, gluten-free. Yay. Um, it does not have Whoa. the uh, uber hoppiness that I would have expected from... Uh, uh, I guess I read an imperial. I was crossing wires in my head that uh, IPA, which is not... That's India pale ale, uh, as I was. Um yeah, no, it's light. It's got the apple notes, caramel, uh, not caramel, honey, complex. It's tasty. Yeah, I'm going to give that a four out of five. Glad you. Oh, that's good. So speaking of delicious beverages made with honey, I'm going to recount you both with the. Uh, if you ever find yourself in Montgomery, Alabama, which you may or may not, I don't know. There's a coffee shop down there called the Prevail Union. They have an Alabama Stinger. Uh, it is right. <laughs> so you can get either the top shelf version or the regular version. So no, it's coffee. It's not. Uh, it's not a. It's not booze, but it'll it'll make you take off and time travel as if you were. <laughs> it is either you have your choice between two or four shots of espresso. There's local Alabama honey and cold brew all in that drink. I've had it more than once. It's good. And you're still awake today. Last time I had it was I had it in OTS, which would have been summer of 19, late spring of 19. And then September of 19, I was driving back through Montgomery. Yeah. I think I finally come down off the caffeine high just now, four and a half years later. Better now than never. Right? Or three and a half, whatever. I can't math. <clears throat> I was about to say it's late, but it's not even late. It's barely nine o'clock out here. You must be in a mood with your, your abs <laughs> losing, then you're and, you know, rubbing cherries in the open wound there, going for number three in the, uh, in the, in the podcast there, kidder. Are you all right? Do you need, do you need to talk to somebody? 
Yeah, I'm talking you assholes. <laughs> That's what makes me want to drink. Wow. <laughs> hey! Shots fired. Sorry, I felt that was a softball and it was on top of the tee. It just needed to be sent out into the outfield. Giant uh, or love. <laughs> I've had this on the show uh, a few times here. Of course, everybody's favorite uh, brewery, uh, probably sponsoring Farva by now, the Spatzel Brewery in Shiner, Texas, and, and it is actually in Shiner, Texas. Nothing's finer than a Shiner. That's what it says on the bottom. Uh, 12 fluid ounces. It is a 4.4% alcohol per volume beer. Mm-hmm. Serve cold and often. Are you, you know, a, we... an often or an often kind of kind of kind of people? That's the big question. I I, I feel that the the tea is in there and needs needs its punctuation on often. Are, are you posing that question to myself or Howard? Both both of you. I want to see you both start fighting over the letter T. Uh, fighting over uh, the little T. Yeah, little T. No, I, I only fight over the big D. Um, uh, yeah, I'm uh, gonna go with uh, silent T and often. Uh, I, I'm going to refrain from this and instead. Say, isn't it funny that you know we keep saying Kidder the Shiner is the official beer of Farva? I know Farva <laughs> doesn't like watch or catch every episode. I'm just waiting for like the day that he actually just gets sponsored by Shiner. He's like, guys, Shiner's just giving me beer because <laughs> for all this beer. What what the hell? Well, you know, you could share and money's good too. Of course, nobody watches our episodes. So thanks. Ah, people watch. We get oh. views. Especially so, when it's you, uh, you talking about a Motorola phone that, you know, <laughs> drives the I views. should do an update. It's been a year or more like, hey, look at this. It's the same video, but not. Hmm? What were you saying there? I forget. No. It, it was probably going to be something that was funnier in my head than when I actually say it which you know is a, a common occurrence for me so i'll short, just short leave it at that but yeah you, you had a question there that you just posed uh, i'm trying to think of a good question but i don't have a good question maybe i'll come up with one later howard you got a question when well, random question that's been burning in your mind when you I, to I, visit? I, I do have a question um <clears throat> so this is this might get into you know more of my hobby stuff than curious to hear about. Uh, so in my cube at work, I got to add a new uh, shelf to it. Um, one of my coworkers had an extra shelf in her cube. She didn't want it. She put it out to go to you know the surplus pile, and I took it, rearranged my cube a little bit. Now I have this nice shelf, and instead of putting anything useful on it, I thought it'd be fun to make a little kind of mini diorama and, and put on here. And I, I have three ideas and I don't know which one I want to do. And so I, I'll pose it to you guys. But I'm also, also going to put it up, you know, on a 
poll uh, so our audience members can participate as well in this little uh, debate. But here, here, here's here's the three ideas. Idea one, I want to take and make it uh, be kind of a a warehouse of items. And I, I'm thinking like end of Raiders of the Lost Ark sort of stuff, you know? So some, yeah, it'll have some boxes and some shelves, but then within it, I'll put some things that are like little, you know, Easter eggs to like popular movies, things like that. Some of the miniatures I paint, something like that. So that that's option one is, is the Raiders of the Lost Ark kind of warehouse style. Option two, just make my own little miniature museum gallery, you know, so I'd actually make it look like a museum, put up the rails, make it look like exhibits. And again, showcase some of the same, yeah, miniatures, scenery, just whatever I feel. I can change it out as I feel. Option three, and this is actually the one that I'm kind of the like the least feeling, but it, it's a thought. Um, I wanted to do something kind of along the lines of like uh, a Raiders of the Lost Ark, like Indiana Jones Temple scene, but maybe something a little bit more like laid out and akin to uh, a certain Nickelodeon television show. Uh, called Legends of the Hidden Temple. Like, I, I think that one kind of locks me into having certain rooms and certain things, and so that's kind of why I'm the least interested in that one. But like the shrine of the silver monkey. Right. I mean, I'd have to make a shrine of the silver monkey, you know, and that one might get a little bit more challenging i mean there's still things i could like work in as like homage to legends of the hidden temple and the other two ideas you know like maybe a hidden face of olmec um but but those are the three and so that's what i'm i'm, I'm kind of debating i was kind of i was going to ask local geek last week or not last week two weeks ago but we went long with the impossible music challenge um here he goes blaming me again no, I listen. That was that was great stuff. Something had to cut. I took the hit, and wait, I forgot last week. So, gentlemen, any thoughts? Any 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 takes on what you think I should do? I need you to repeat all three of those. I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> I'm kidding. Actually, no. That Legend of the Hidden Temple one um, seems like uh, uh, seems like the winner. And you wouldn't necessarily be locked into the shrine of the silver monkey. It could be the the shrine of the the bag of gold or whatever the hell was in the in the in Harrison Ford's hand when he you know put it on that pedestal instead. Because that monkey seems like it'd be a uh, or the silver monkey seems like it'd be a pain in the butt for you to do up. That that might be it. A- a challenge for a second there though big d I, I just have to say because of the rhyming structure of it i almost thought you were going to go with the shrine of the maraschino cherry it I, that is pure that, gold i wish i would have thought of that <laughs> that's you started talking like oh that's where he's going and then it, it, you threw me off but yeah so i i mean that has some potential to it it's yeah I just haven't decided. So, Kidder, you got a thought? Or the the shrine of Kidder's bald head. I don't know. It's very shiny. 
So probably a riff from option one. Uh, warehouse 13. You know, so you have the warehouse look. And then you can store everything in it. And then you have to have Olmec. You have to have each room of the temple. You have to have like a shirt from or, or team members from each team and the moat and the rafts. You, you, you're going to have to just have a legend of the hidden temple section. Yeah, and I probably wouldn't put like everything on there. But, you know, again, some slight references. I want it to be the kind of thing that would like somebody comes into my cube. If they stop and they look at it, they might be like, you know, because they might look at it and go, well, this is kind of interesting. What is this? And then they might pick out a few. Th- oh, I know what that that's a reference to this. That's the goal, you know, one way or another. Um, I The other problem with doing it like the temple is then that kind of limits me to stuff of the pulp nature. Whereas like the museum or the storage room, I could do some sci-fi stuff. I could, I could branch out, you know, so I could, I could have a, like a star Wars reference or. No, nobody wants that. So I'll, I'll put it up in our, uh, <laughs> on our Facebook page. I'm almost a done link with this. to the, uh, to the poll and, uh, we'll, we'll see, <laughs> we'll see what people suggest. What? What's that look? Almost pounding down number three. Going on to number four. I don't have... I can't keep up with you. Is That's all I got. Yeah, but you're drinking bigger beers than he is. Yeah, true enough. I guess I am drinking man-sized beer. There we go. Do I need to get the bottle of whiskey? <laughs> Only yes. if you're going to threaten to do a power chug, which I would recommend against because power chugging whiskey is never a good idea. Yeah, because I have good whiskey. So I, I don't want to chug that. I, I I got some Tennessee honey whiskey. I could I could loan you. No, that's <laughs> that's yours to just you know put I, yourself through hell. Yeah, chug some I, soju. Yeah, I'm still working on this. And people are wondering, like, I am intentionally being slow in milking this because I'm getting over a cold, as you probably heard me cough, and so I'm on cold medication and. Uh, I had three beers last week, and I was taking Mucinex like it was going out of style. Clearly, it made me better. So maybe you should, too. <laughs> well, well, um, what's your cold medicine there, Howard? Huh? I'm going to be a nerd. What's your cold medicine? I switch back and forth between Mucinex and Alka-Seltzer. Is it anything with acetaminophen? Yes. You're <laughs> I'll be fine. I, I was trying to help you. <laughs> no, I got nothing. <clears throat> Apologies, future Howard. Yeah, yeah. The old, he'll hit the beep button. And apologies to anyone listening to the live stream who may have been offended. All, like, two viewers. Yeah, Reedway left about 45 minutes ago. Lame. Yeah, yeah I kind of, kind of figured. Uh, since we're speaking of my hobby stuff... Uh, Kinder, I, I said that I haven't been able to follow a lot of the hockey uh, news, and that's because uh, of something that Mythic Games did that has been blowing up all of like my Facebook feed, like constantly. Hmm. And it might actually be the end of Mythic Games. Uh, 
So they sent out uh, earlier this week an email to backers of their board game version of Rainbow Six Siege and basically said, hey, everybody, uh, due to, you know, the pandemic and difficulties in shipping and raising prices and materials and the war in Ukraine, uh, we can't really afford to make this game and so we're asking you all to contribute more money to the project uh we'll be sending out an email uh giving you more info well when you got the email it what it really was and what some people have called this is 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 basically ransom they basically have said hey here's what you have to pay to get your game uh and if you don't pay it you're not getting a game whatsoever even though you have backed it on kickstarter or pledged for it on GameFound, uh if you don't pay this this ransom you don't get it kidder it it for somebody who went with like the all-in pledge and got all of the expansions between what they're asking to pay plus additional for shipping they're asking uh i've seen some people being charged up to 249 dollars hmm as this ransom almost what it cost for their initial pledge so a lot of people are very upset about this because it's basically asking them to pay double for what this game was and uh it's led to a lot of speculation about mythic and and really what a lot of people are are saying is is that they spent the money uh from the kickstarter on producing some of their other games and now that they need to produce rainbow six they don't have the money and because they're in so much trouble and nobody will back another game project by them they are basically holding the games hostage to get us to pay for them to get the actual game and so my facebook feed has been filled with people upset because uh, i'm in a, a group of people who backed the board game um just because I like the news and the the chat about it. But now it's all just been like everybody giving their two cents about what to do about it, looking about talking to lawyers, looking to file complaints, sending complaints to Ubisoft. (laughs) You know, it's pretty crazy. But then the other games that uh, I have backed that I backed with Mythic, but I'm also in those groups such as Monster Apocalypse, uh, such as Hell, The Last Saga, uh, they're all worried because what happens when it's their turn, you know, and are we going to end up paying for all of these? Uh, so people are either looking at it, you either pay for your game and and you, you might get it <laughs> if you pay this double. You don't pay for it and you don't get your game or you ask for a refund and you get 85% of your funds back. So far, uh, according to Mythic, uh, in their last little email update that they sent out, about they're about 56% of the way in what they needed contributions to make the print run of the game. So about 56% of people have decided to pay the ransom. Uh, here's How the are thing. we going to do? I, I don't know. And I... I've been on the fence about it uh, kind of all week. I, I I don't know. I, you know, take the hit, take the risk that I don't ever get it. I could I ask can feel for the- Kidder judging you right now. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. I got free content out of that. So let's let's pay it up. Let's get this done. 
<laughs> I, I hate to tell you, Kidder, they supposedly already released those codes, and I never got them. And I have a ticket in to get those codes, and because they've gotten so many uh, refund requests, nothing. I might send another email about it. So Maybe pretend uh, you're Canadian and send a sternly worded letter. (laughs) Yeah. So we'll see, but uh, even if Mythic is able to survive and make the four games that they still need to make, I don't know how they survive. I don't know how anybody ever backs with them ever again. So I think this is the end and that, you know, they might be able to push through, but I think they're going to have a tough time ever getting anybody to invest in them again. Sounds reasonable world as we know it. Yeah. So, which is a shame Uh, up until kind of all of this happened. I would have told you they are one of the most, they were a fairly consistent company that you could trust to get stuff done, but that's proving to not be true. We'll see. But that's that's the big thing in the hobby news. And I, I kid you not, it has been like every time I open Facebook, the first post is somebody in that group complaining, yelling, threatening legal action. It's all, it's all good stuff. Hmm. So, so Kidder, if you're feeling yeah. a little bit of extra hate, feel free to join that group and you could just... Oh. Just go and spout off Just all sorts of nonsense. Go rail on people. Great. Yeah. Yeah. You know. I I have I have something interesting for you. Oh. You're gonna love it. <clears throat> you finally got bored of my hobby talk and are now hold <laughs> a truck simulator. I've been sitting on this for however long. And I have been intently listening to your hobbying. So Yes, here here's the cab of uh, of the truck. I need to show you because there's a couple things, huh? It's not uh, a stick shift. Your truck is invalid. It it yeah. Well, it's hard as helps, but still, I don't know if there's even a a stick option. Like if the, if you chose the manual, if suddenly a stick would appear, I I, I have no idea. But yes, uh, a Coke and a Red Bull, the TARDIS in the back. Look at that. Even have the Sonic sitting on the table. And because obviously Rude Boy and I like the uh, the lights. So look at that. Got plenty of LEDs on there. Even the hazards are LED. Mm-hmm. Now you just need an LED that spells this out. (laughs) I'm not saying I've worn that on my shirt at work, but Hmm. yes, I have. Uh, Big big D, I I know you sometimes watch our episodes. Uh, I don't know if you noticed that we changed your lower third again. I, I must have missed something. Yeah, yeah. Go back to the last episode you were on, and that was the 102, I believe. I no, it was a not 102. It was a two-year. No, I missed that. I was on for the hundredth, but not the two-year. It, it it probably would be the the one hundredth because the two-year we live streamed, and so I didn't do any editing on the two-year. That one went out live, but yeah, if you go back to the one hundredth and. Uh, you know, check out the beginning and uh, 
look at your lower third. It'll it'll be good. You'll have something. Yeah. Yeah. Subscriptions. Beer blues BS. Yeah. WrestleMania, 104, 103. The many faces of Howard. Whiskey Fungus. I was not in that one. No. You, you're, uh, you're 101. For... No, I was not in 101. You were on 101. And it actually, it might be in 101 that your lower third has changed. So that's right. You, you were a hanger honor from the 100th episode. All right. Okay. Yep, it was. That's right. It was when Howard was, or Kidder was on location for local geek's birthday. Let's see here. Okay, I can actually get behind that. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, hey, for for you, the viewer or the listener, well, probably if you're the viewer and you want to know what we did to his lower third, go check out episode 101. Uh, Or they probably saw it in this episode, too. Yeah, more than likely. I should try to get him to go to the past content, Kidder. I, I was, I was oh. trying to help. I do have this one also. Yeah, we know that you're lost. Yeah. That's a, that's a joke at work. Lost Lieutenant, which I can't wear in... What's the day? The 5th? Yes, it is the 5th. 18 days. Can't wear it anymore. And on that sad and Slightly insider baseball note. That, that's, uh, a Kidder. Happy, that's a happy note. I, I get another bar. Uh, well, I, I I I get that, but the fact that you don't get to wear that patch, I was. I'll still wear it anyway. I don't give a damn. Okay. You can wear anyway, the patch at our bar. What? You can wear the patch at our bar. Uh, I get I get this bar, clownfish. I know, but we have you know a bar, and you can wear whatever freaking patch you want to wear. Fair enough. I rudely interrupted you, Howard. You were saying, and with this once again stomped on transition, <laughs> we've been talking for quite a while. It's uh, probably time we wrap this show up, uh, put a neat, tidy bow on it, and uh, everybody can get to bed. And uh, with that, time for some cheap plugs. The funny thing is that you thought I would like screw up your transition somehow and and not go with it or something and and it wasn't me. Uh, listen, it wasn't me. I it, it it's just every time I, I I get a nice smooth transition in there, the universe conspires to like destroy it. Big D that's, rules. It's what you get, man. It's what you get. All right. Well, let's pretty much get the hell out of here. And by doing that, I need to tell you first. About a couple things. First of all, our website, beerbluesbs.com. Beerbluesbs.com. We have a merch store on there for awesome pint glasses, just like this one, where it's beerbluesbs.com. You can get your very own pint glass there, or perhaps the Kidder variant of I will have a water with hops and grain. There it is. It's available, beerbluesbs.com. Or how about the perfect old-fashioned recipe, which Big D definitely needs one of these pint glasses. No freaking cherry. There's no freaking cherry on there. Yeah, you can even get the t-shirt or a sweatshirt 
or perhaps a shower curtain of this. And other designs like Big D's face. Or if you just would like the regular design, that's on there too. Beerbluesbs.com. I mean, look, look at that. You could put that sticker like on your uniform or something. I mean, just looks good. It's like name tag. Beerbluesbs.com for that and more. We'd uh, love for you to do that. Also, if you're looking for perhaps a slightly different set of merch or just to buy us a beer, buy us a round, you can visit us online as well at streamlabs.com slash beerbluesbs, streamlabs.com slash beerbluesbs. There's some great ways to donate to the show, help us keep going, and help you be entertained streamlabs.com slash beer blues bs for that otherwise we are on all of the audio platforms out there including iHeartRadio, pandora stitcher tune in imdb amazon podcast google podcast apple podcast youtube podcasts <sighs> i think there's a few more of them out there but if you are subscribing to any of the audio services just go to your search bar and search for beer blues and bs and please free for free subscribe we'd appreciate that for the video version we are on youtube youtube.com slash beer blues bs if you're on youtube search for us beer blues and bs and just subscribe to the channel we'd appreciate that in addition to well, all of the audio and video versions, we are also on social media. We have Facebook and Instagram, the two primary ones. Of course, I mentioned YouTube. They are all the same. Search for Beer Blues NBS or go to Facebook.com slash Beer Blues BS or Instagram.com slash Beer Blues BS or YouTube.com slash Beer Blues BS. We have a theme going. It's pretty easy. Please, if you have any of the accounts on any of these pages, search for us, like us, follow us, help us, help you bring the awesomeness into your life with the triple B. We'd appreciate it. So help us by doing that. Please subscribe, like, do all the things on all of the social medias and all of the channels. Again, Beer Blues and BS, your home in cyberspace for the triple B. Once again, beerbluesbs.com. So I suppose that's pretty much all of it. We do have a couple extra episodes because, you know, two weeks from now, uh, let's see, the uh, All Elite Wrestling show will be coming out next week. A couple weeks ago is the special edition of WWE Backlash. So we have all of your wrestling uh, information and analysis out there, too. Go to our YouTube page or perhaps the other older archived episodes of the audio versions on your favorite audio podcast service. Listen and watch and help us help you. We'll analyze the show so you don't have to. Big D doesn't even have to watch these things anymore. He can just tune in to his two good brothers breaking it down dx style and throwing it out the window like well there's no problem you know what i'm saying you know what i'm saying it's kind of like uh dx dropping the fake 
poo-poo on the spirit squad. That's the kind of info we drop on people. Bam! Right up in there. Anyway, I think that's about enough for tonight. So, Howard Blues, he's on the other side of this thing. He's kind of paying attention. Big D, thank you for joining us from way down in the desert, turning up the heat in your heart and mine. The hell is and that? Turning up that bottle of cider. Is that, no, is that like the the wish version of Darth Vader? No, it's it's oh. Halloween esque figure. Oh, all right. I've only done two colors on it, so it's hard to see. Oh. I see. That's that's why it's dark and gloomy, like like Vader. Yeah, I primed it black, so yes. Uh, <laughs> very um. Rolling Stones of you. I did want to mention that uh, that AEW has sold 60,000 tickets for that Wembley Stadium event. And it's not O2 Arena. It's at Wembley Stadium. They're doing what they can to sell a lot of seats. And that's pretty good. I mean, Wembley Stadium's pretty big. But uh, the pre-sale had 50,000 tickets sold. And now uh, with uh, the general on sale as of today, when they went on sale, another 10,000 tickets sold. So they're at 60,000 tickets for all in. And that is coming up on August 27th at Wembley Stadium. It will be live on pay-per-view. None of this premium live event crap. And I just wanted to share that because I had it pulled up and I forgot to bring it up earlier. So it it is what it is. Any final thoughts before we get the hell on out of here? I judge you for biffing the uh, AEW plug. I mean, but I forgive maybe, you. Maybe Howard will just like cut it and put it earlier. No, he won't. Because <laughs> he's a Anyway, uh, so Big D, thanks for joining us again. Appreciate you. We'll see you on the next one. Howard, we'll see you tomorrow. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, uh, I'm the man of the myth, the legend, Mark Kidder. Thank you for joining us for this and every edition of the show. Remember to keep your glass at least half full. There's free beer tomorrow, and we will catch you on down that almost sold out Tuscan Highway. Have a good one, and we'll see you on the next episode of Beer, Blues, and BS. You have been listening to a UA production of Beer, Blues, and BS. If you enjoyed the show, help others find out about it by rating the show or leaving a review at your podcast listening service of choice. Thanks for listening, and may your glass never be empty. UA Productions presents A Glimpse Behind the Curtain. Very good.
Big D supposed to join us? He is going to join us. At some point? I, I, you know, I don't know. <laughs> he didn't give me the, like, sometimes he's really good about, you know, oh, I'll, I'll you know, be on, but I'll be a little late. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, okay, we can start the show. All he did was, all he sent me was at 6.30, he's like, I can join you guys tonight. Oh. I'm like, awesome. He's like, I'm on location. I'm like, ah. cool. <laughs> I just sent him a text like, hey, I sent you the meeting link. So. And I'm trying something just to test it out. What are we, what are we testing out, man? Did you get a notification on your phone? <laughs> uh, no, I got a message from Big D that says, yep, yep, had to restart the laptop. Oh. But no no uh, notifications on your phone? No. Now I know why nobody's watching my Twitch stream. It's not putting out the notifications about your Twitch stream? Apparently not. Well, what the hell? Because if it was, you would have received a notification that I've gone live. I, you know, I've I been watching for them when I'm like at work, you know? <laughs> I've been streaming almost every day. So so here's here's what I'll tell you. I, I, I do see in uh-huh. here, in my email... I got a, I got a thing <clears throat> that you're live right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Live beer blues and BS episode one 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 sneak peek. Yeah, man, we're live. Because I have saw. I mean, I got to start taking this seriously. <laughs> well, you you can see what it is. I mean, it's it's not like we're actually live. It's. I I know. I just. Choose a Twitch account, Howard Blues or Howard Blues. Wow, that's Fourth. real, real informative. <laughs> Apparently, I chose the wrong Howard Blues. <laughs> oh, who knew that there was a the right Howard Blues? I, apparently. Twitch and saying, would, that's not the right Howard Blues. Would the real Howard Blues please stand up? I, I mean, I would. Log apparently, in. I'm not the real one. I've been please, an imposter this whole time. Please Damn log it. in. It's like <laughs> rum rocket rumors all over again. Yeah. I was going to say, it's more like Among Us, but... Oh. You know. Sure. I don't think you're quite as familiar with that game. No. It's the kind of thing like back in the glory days of gaming like when we could get the whole gang together it would have been good mm.